Hey folks, this is uh, our greatest hits volume one. All of the best and funniest moments of the first 50 episodes of We Don't Have a Podcast Yet. I, I hope you enjoy sincerely. Anyway, I don't I don't recognize Clinton as a legitimate president. Oh? Yeah. Um It's under yeah. Not because I disrespect him, but because I respect the law so much. There was um you probably never heard of it. It's the Snuts Act. Hmm. Yeah. Snuts Act? Mm-hmm. These snuts act in your mouth. <laughs> Should we just run through what we would do if I'll be Bow Wow? Okay, you're gonna be Bow Wow. I'll and be I'm Bow be Wow, you? and then you be me, and we'll we'll role play what we would do if we got a hold of Bow Wow. Okay. Hello. Hello is is this Bow Wow? Yes, this is Bow Wow. Who's this? Uh, this is an entrepreneur who has a podcast about riding fun roller coasters who would like to talk to you about how much fun you've had over the years riding on roller coasters. Would you be up for that, Bow Wow? Yes. Wonderful. You're on the podcast right now. Are you serious? Yeah. Isn't that dope? That is dope. Awesome. So... When you're riding a roller coaster, Bow Wow, do you like the part where you're waiting to drop, or do you like the part where you're dropping better? Uh, I think I like the part where I'm dropping. Do you like? Uh, is it like a weird stomach feeling? Do you get a weird stomach feeling? Yeah, I get I get a tingle in my tummy. Yeah. Do you like put your hands up? No, I don't. That's okay. That doesn't mean that you're scared at all. I like to keep I I like to keep my hands up motions for when I just don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, have you ever had any like especially cool pictures uh when you go past the cameras? Like I always like to pick my nose or flick it off, but then they kick you out of the park. Yeah, uh I I one time um I got uh my picture taken on the son of beast i don't ride that anymore because now i'm bow wow yeah that was what i wrote i when understand I was little bow yeah wow. when you're little you you ride the son of the roller coaster and when you're you're a grown man you ride the the actual daddy roller coaster people don't realize this but i became the, my own father when i changed my name to bow wow <laughs> legally i am my own guardian did, now did you have to put your dad to sleep no he went to sleep all on his own did did you try to wake him up? Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think that would have Bow Wow. It happened on the Batman ride. Were you allowed to ride the Batman ride? Were you supposed to be on the Robin ride? 
I was I was on the Robin ride, and then he was on the Batman ride, and then when when I, when we got off, he was I thought he was asleep, and I tried. I said, "Papa, Papa, wake up! The Batman ride is over." Did you grab his hand? I shook him, and he didn't wake up. And then they said, "You're the bow wow now." And that's why I'm excited to announce uh, coming in 2020, everybody keep your eyes peeled for Bow Wow Beyond. This is where I take over the mantle of Bow Wow. (laughs) Thank you. I am Nathan P. Woodard. This is We Don't Have a Podcast Yet. Uh, My co-host, Andrew A.J. Estes, is in the back. Uh, getting dressed. Uh, AJ, you can come on out. There he is. He's, uh... Now, we had this whole plan that we were going to dress up as uh, Scrooge and Marley. And I, I said, I have a Scrooge costume. I will go to the costume shop and buy a Marley costume. I, I'm currently wearing a Marley costume. Uh, for the for the listeners, I am wearing uh, sweatpants and a sweater because I could not find the Scrooge costume after I went and spent fifty dollars on a Marley costume. Yeah, but uh, uh, you can hear that fifty dollars in these plastic chains. Yeah, real close. those are the chains he forged in life. Now, we both are also wearing adult diapers. Because uh, it's cool to be responsible and uh, know your limits. It's because we can't ever get your through. Your bladder a, limits. We can never get through a podcast without having to pee, and we didn't realize until after we had the idea to book the empty night at the bar to do our podcast <clears throat> that we were going to have a problem with going to the bathroom in front of an audience. So I... Here, I'll just show you. We're, we're, we're going to parade, parade these bubble butts around. So, yeah, if you, thought that, if you thought AJ was just thicker than usual. Now, it's juicy. It's, it's not juicy yet, but we'll see how this goes. I've already had two beers. We're just, I think rule is first one to pee loses. Yeah, it's game is on. Also, I don't know how good these are Kroger brand depends, so I don't know if they'll contain they're not built for drunks, I don't think. I bought the overnight kind. You know, the kind that that you wear when you're um going on a date. <laughs> I I found it very difficult to pull my boxers back on over top of these depends. I I'm wearing sweatpants because I figured that would be the best way to wear a giant dumpy diaper. Yeah. Now, you can tear the side when you want to take them off. You don't have to wiggle oh, I, out. I, of I, I, I put my depends on one leg at a time, just, just like everybody like a, else. Just like average Joe. I'm not embarrassed at all. I'm, AJ, AJ's parents are here. How about I, the other people in the audience? Give it up for AJ's parents. I mean, 
This is a big win for me because you dressed me up like a ghost wearing adult diapers. So the the fewer people <laughs> that see me, the better. This is also my first time meeting AJ's parents. We've been friends for many years, and I have to say, this is exactly how I hoped it would go. I, I also I want to just get out in front and say I have never done drugs. And I'm definitely not on drugs right now. So. Me either, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) What if somebody said, would it be weird if my house didn't have a toilet? If they wrote in, wrote in to us. Um, Dear, Dear The Advice Show with AJ and Nathan. Would it be weird if my house didn't have a toilet? Would people think I was weird? Probably, but not necessarily. I'm coming in to giving this advice, uh, having had uh, an experience with a certain individual's house that did not have a toilet, so much as it had a hole busted through the floorboards that you went in. This gentleman was... uh, I don't think he called himself a crust punk, but I think people called him a crust punk. And so when you, if if I don't get more elaboration than that, I just assume that uh, you're just shitting into the foundation of your house. And that's, people will judge you for that. You know what they say, if you look around the room and you can't identify a crust punk, (laughs) you're the crust punk. Isn't that like a... I thought that was at a poker table. Yeah, if you're at a yeah. poker table and you can identify the crust punk. That's one of those ones, like, you you don't even need to have the sense of sight. I, I feel like most of the senses you can use to identify a crust punk. I with. feel like, yeah, I feel like Daredevil probably spends a lot of his time just cleaning the streets of crust punks. Yeah. He's like, he's got those heightened senses. You can definitely you can hear a crust punk. God knows you can I'm, feel a crust punk. I'm really punk. glad you went there because it's a little scary starting the advice podcast and I'm glad that we can make the the first episode like in in some small way just the advice podcast for crust punks. Oh, I was like like say, I, I I can maintain more... that level of uh so this would Expertise. be like if you said like this was like a uh, a podcast for ghost stories. You don't mean that it's for ghosts, right? Like we're not making this podcast for crust punks. No, no, they don't have they don't not have iPods. For, no, about crust punks. About it's 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 for crust punks in the in the same sense that you might have a podcast for bed bugs. Yeah, get it, get them out <laughs> yeah. of here. Yeah. Hey, Daredevil. Apples to apples right there. Hey, Daredevil. Start busting heads. (laughs) Yeah, this is a podcast for Daredevil. This is advice for Daredevil. (laughs) Matt Murdock, I know that you are a lawyer. You're better educated than me, better physical shape than me. Even though you can't see yourself, you're better kempt than Uh, I will ever be. You think you're so cool with your sense of touch to tell where you've shaved. But that doesn't mean I can't give you a piece of advice. That's right. And you'd be a fool not to take it. 
crust punks colon the world's problem <laughs> that's that's the subtitle <laughs> of our show <laughs> the advice show colon crust punks colon the world's problem <laughs> I I don't know that I'm I mean you know, let the first among us without sin cast the first stone or whatever that Done. malarkey is. But uh, I have never sinned. Wow. Yeah, it's true. Was it tough? No. Just you, did you have to? You, you, do you have any tips? No, that's actually why my penis was cut off in a thresher accident. <laughs> <laughs> no tips. Oh, I guess that would make it easier. I got it. Took the whole shebang. Actually, it's not just the tip. I got no stem, no seeds. <laughs> just like a Ken doll down there. It's <laughs> it's as smooth as an egg. Did it? Uh, <laughs> it just popped right off. Just, in the hole. Just, just like uh, yeah, it was like uh. Like pulling a grape off the vine. <laughs> I hope we don't have anyone who listens to this who actually had their penis and balls torn off in a thresher because hearing us. I'd imagine if you had your penis it, and balls you ripped have, off you by gotta a thresher. Have a, you gotta have a sense of humor about this sort You're of thing. You're probably a pretty funny dude. You probably. <laughs> you, listen, you've got a lot of time to write jokes. I honestly, or just a really horny dude. I think about that so much. Like whenever, like, now stop me if I've said this on 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 the air before. But every time I read a story where a lady, like, uh, where a man gets his penis cut off in some sort of a crime of passion, yeah. my first thought is like, God, I bet he's so productive. <laughs> I get a little bit of jealousy, like, oh. Think of all the shit I could get done if I didn't have a penis. I'd write that novel. That it's makes... called the man without a penis. <laughs> the man with no no will to, to <laughs> keep going. The guy with no penis who solves murders. <laughs> it's like well, all the other cops were fucking. I went out and looked for clues. <laughs> can like in his spare time? Can he also be part of a boys' choir? Yeah. <laughs> He has like a, a side career where he's a beautiful soprano. When when they uh back in the olden times when they would uh castrate uh people so that they could maintain a, a high singing voice. Mm-hmm. What does losing your balls but keeping keeping your penis, do you still have desires or is it just like is is it just a like a it's just a drain now i don't i uh my only my only frame of reference for this would be my girlfriend's dog ziggy Mm -hmm. he don't got no balls he's very he has a lot of nervous energy and his dick got stuck out the other day. <laughs> Couldn't get it back. In. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, yeah, he just had to get wrapped up in a blanket for a while. <laughs> a good swaddling will take care of that for you. <laughs> so I guess that's probably what it's like to be a crime-solving castrato. It's uh you got a lot of time to sing, a lot of time to find the jigsaw killer. Every once in a while, though, you got to get wrapped up in a blanket. <laughs> Put to bed. Because your pecker's sticking out. <laughs> it won't go back inside. <laughs> you also have a, a red rocket. You have a red dog thing. <laughs> so this is, our, this is our detective novel series. Oh, man. Jake. The, the what what's the character Jake Eggless Eggless yeah because his balls are gone. <laughs> okay it's the curious case of the clock a Jake Eggless <laughs> story by Nathan P Woodard and Andrew Estes Bobito Bobito is this like a little even littler Bobby. Bobby's a diminutive of Robert. Bobito is an even smaller Bobby, I guess. It's B-O-B-B-I-T-O. Bobito. Now this, it sounds like a really cute podcast. It's, well, I'm not sure. It, it also could be a, the diminutive of Bobbit. Mm. So it could be. Like uh, Lorena Bobbit or John Wayne. John Wayne and Lorena Bobbit. So you're saying it's the Un name poquito, of the penis that Bobito. got cut off and thrown into a field somewhere? <laughs> it's, it's got some stories to tell. It's like Rover Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, hey, hey, I'm Bobby. They call me Bobito. I'm John Wayne Bobbitt's penis. <laughs> I get no respect. <laughs> I mean, he that penis is honest. He really, really was shown a lot hey, of disrespect. Um, what do I got to lose here? I'm going to tell it the way it really happened. That's what it is. It's just the, it's the penis come to life, and he's telling the true story of what happened in that headline-grabbing article mm-hmm. from our ch- childhood. Yeah. Do crimes like that it penetrate? Like they used to. Bobito ain't penetrated nothing. <laughs> hey! Do you have any other uh, Patron ideas that, that might uh, stick out at all? I got one here called. Now the Podtron has come up with something called Help! I suck, Rosenbaum! <laughs> I clocked that one myself. (laughs) Help! Help! I suck! Rosenbaum, now. Yeah. Rosenbaum. Is this, are they asking Rosenbaum to help them from sucking? God, I hope so. Are they saying, like, help, I've been sucking. Smallville actor Michael (laughs) Rosenbaum. (laughs) Yeah. He played, I mean, he did play... Uh, his penis looks just like his character from <laughs> Smallville. He, 
He was the I can't remember the name Lex of the Luther. bald supervillain from Superman. Deli Savalas, that's what you're thinking of. He's always sucking on a lollipop. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I suck Rosenbaum. I suck I meant lollipops. To, I meant to suck lollipop. I suck Rosenbaum. It's really cool that I can get a knife that I want by using a knife that I already have. It's really great. Just take the knife you have and And, threaten... and then take the money from the, the, the people who don't know about the Golden Child knife. Or they'd be doing it too with knives they own. But they're going to be unprepared. They're going to be... Yeah, well, I mean, you might even just be able to like go up to the door and like use the knife to like pick the lock. Nope. Nope. I like that. I don't like to search around. I just want to go direct and be like, "Give it to me," <laughs> and I'll, I'll poke it right at their temple, and I'll, I'll use like a limp wrist way where they know that I'm not like about to stab them, but they'll still know that I could <laughs> at any point. Be kind of like, uh, like kind of like. Sometimes I'm pointing it at your eyes. Sometimes your it. temple. Now it's at your neck. Look at how this knife dances in my hand. I'm watching the light play off of it. Uh, What a wonderful American knife. Bring in the daredevil. Let him get in there. He knows no fear. He is not going to be nervous. It's going to be inspirational to see him letting a cobra bite him on the dick or whatever they do on that show. Plus, we're going to get all the original jackass guys back. Jackass. Jackass back. And they're going to, you know, direct Daredevil. And and so they're going to continue. They're the writers now. Continue the franchise vicariously through the Daredevil. But But here's what I'm saying. Like. Daredevil, kind of a lower tier. Can you imagine if we got some of the big boys on that? Soups. Hi, hi. I'm Cal L, and this is Touch Your Dick Sack to the Sun. I, I, I got a soft spot for ponies, but this is a. a proposed horse podcast not necessarily a p- pony pod so yeah that's true i'm a little bit out on it a it little is, bit it was not asked me about my pony but if you're interested or horny ride it yeah my pony just like the great poet genuine said <laughs> that old poet of old in olden times. Mr. We used to gather around the campfire. Genuinus Maximus. Read the verse of Genuine. Papa! Papa, will you read us? Read us a, the tale of the pony again, Papa! Oh, we love the pony ever so much! Hmm. All right, just this once and then off to bed with you. I'm just a bachelor. (laughs) 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to Goof Troop Troop. That's right, this is the podcast where 
we discuss Goofy, all things George Geef. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, that's his name. We learned that uh, doing some preliminary research for this idea. Also, I should tell you that this this program this program is brought to you by Microsoft Bing. <laughs> There's the, the often pointed out that Pluto is a dog, and he acts like a dog. He's on all fours. He doesn't speak. Goofy, also a dog, walks around like a man. It's possible that this is a creation in the Frankenstein mold. Part dog, part man, who would need an it created for him. Now, let me let me just throw this at because you because he's for so a very lonely. Goofy, G, G, Goofy, Goof, George Geef, Dippy Dog, Super Goof, is a skinwalker, an altered beast. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a dog, but he's not really a man either. You said an altered beast. He could also possibly be an anamorph. But you know how, like, when your mom would be like, if you keep making that face, it's going to stick that way. And he just, like, was, you know, being really lax about his animorphation and got stuck in the middle in between dog and man. That's true. That's um, that's probably what it is. Yeah, I mean, the, we need some answers. And I think that is a thing. Hang on. Let me just. Uh... It's been over 80 years, and we need to know. Why this fucking thing that we love so much, what it is and how. Um, I just, fuck. Breaking news on Bing, Kobe Bryant is dead. What? Are you? Bing is breaking the news. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Oh, Kobe Bryant died. Holy shit. Folks, we're just going to, um. We'll be covering this as we get more details here on Goof Troop Troop, brought to you by Microsoft Bing. Um, but I, I now we need to get back to um, is Goofy an anamorph? So I'm just gonna is Goofy an anamorph? I'm just binging this right now. Um, now I'm I'm seeing that uh. There's no, there is no clear answer definitively about uh, whether or not Goofy is an animorph. But I will say that it appears that Kobe Bryant has died in a helicopter, helicopter crash. accident. Yeah, like I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bit in shock right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is like when they, when they when they were filming the Master of Disguise and. They, to take a moment of silence for 9-11 during the Turtle Man scene. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. That is... Folks, this is wild. Let's just... We're going to jump back over to the uh, Kobe Kobe Bryant Bryant coverage. At at less than half the age of Goofy. What if, what if we hadn't won out uh, before uh, what we know of as history began? 
and there was another very intelligent species that was not compatible with us. Like, you can have sex with them, but it's not going to make any babies. Um, Like, how would we handle that? I mean, that's really what it boils down to, isn't it? This is your reboot of Planet of the Apes. (laughs) Planet of the Apes. (laughs) The log line. You can have sex. It sounds great, actually. I think I (laughs) would. Put your hands on me, you damn dirty ape. Come inside me. (laughs) You can have sex. You can have sex. (laughs) They're back, and this time you can have sex with them. I think that might be a reboot of Westworld. <laughs> Planet of the Apes is a tourist. They attraction. have Westworld, and then they have like the samurai world and the medieval world, and then they have fuck one. intelligent ape world. <laughs> ape world. <laughs> a bunch of Silicon Valley bros just running a train on Doctor Zayas. <laughs> You got another one? I got I got another one that well Yeah, alright. This one is called Highest Friley Ghost Witch. Highest Friley Ghost Witch. It's spelled the highest is spelled H Y E S T. And then Friley, like Frightly imagine if Frightly was a word. But had no T? But then take a T away. Okay. Highest Friley. Ghost witch. Ghost. Ghost. Ooh. Ah! Witch. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Highest Friley. Um, yeah, the highest Friley ghost. Friley sounds like... Well, when I hear high and fry together, I'm thinking this is a like a stoner podcast. Ooh. But for witches. Well, we would never be involved with marijuana yeah but i mean witches are making a lot of strange brews i don't know what they're putting in their tinctures yeah but uh you know it might cure warts yeah but the highest friley witches or maybe we, maybe maybe they they're witches that work at a bowling alley. So we have the witch and they're on just the show. like on meth and they're making cheese sticks for you and your friends and you love them because they're so fast at it. It's it, we have more than one witch now. It's a like a cooking like com, competition show. They're trying to fry us the, the highliest. They're trying to fry the highliest. Whoever's yeah. the highliest fry? Who, who's the highliest fryliest? Uh, Fry cook witch in America, and I'm we're just, gonna hit up all the bowling alleys. I'm just I'm I'm the judge, and I'm just covered in warts. And I'm just <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> but but they're all warts because or or I don't know. I guess they wouldn't be warts. You just have a lot of burns from from eating uh, food that's still dripping with uh, fry oil. Well, no, I, just, I have the wart. I just naturally have the. Warts. Oh, you're just a wart, wartman, <laughs> warty, warty. 
And Too I, many warts. I keep trying all the all the ghost witches potions and and uh, you know uh, boneless wings or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the one that heals your warts wins, and yeah. it's just like. And people, the audience gets invested because you know how on a reality Are your show, warts going to get healed on a weekly basis and then recur? No, that's they don't go away. That's whoever can deliver me from the curse, then they win. So I'm, I'm just covered in a lot warts. Of, a lot of times these witches are having their first fry. Yeah. And, and we're setting this sort of well, I mountain mean, in front of there. Think about this. Think about how... Every reality show you watch, they will pick out. They'll try to get some kind of like a, like a heart heart tugging story. Yeah. About oh, I'm here because you know I'm raising my son by himself, and uh, you know the the two thousand dollar prize, and the the new uh, giant cauldron that would be so huge to me. You know, it's. I I, I want to. Well, with this, they could just interview me about my warts every week. <laughs> and so, I was like, "Yeah, they're getting worse." I think they're creeping towards my eyes now. This, I. We live in the wrong city to do this, but this is maybe the greatest. The. Uh, <laughs> Greatest ever public access TV show of all time that you've just conceived, Nate. Not this horse. And who's that? You feel arms around your waist. Why, it's that lady gremlin. She's along for the ride. Well, I wouldn't kick her out of my bunk, that's for sure. I, I wouldn't. Fancy lady gremlin like that? <laughs> High-born lady of society, Gremlin. I like the way she winks. It's a new take on the sexy lady, Gremlin. She's she's not some trashy ah. sex object. So are you, are you saying she's dressed in a more Victorian fashion? In all of the finest fineries. A hundred petticoats. She's riding side saddle on the back of your flying but not winged horse. This is like a, a Charlotte Bronte presents Gremlins 2 sort of situation. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what this is. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's because it because of the mention of London. Yeah, it's uh, it was a like a British law called the Crammers Act. Crammer's these nuts in your mouth. <laughs> also, also uh, let us know if we should do more jump scares. Uh, if you've been jump scared gay, let us know. This would be a real feather in our podcasting caps. <laughs> Hopefully you have AirPods and you're going to share one of those with your pooch. You give, yeah, you give your dog the left one. 
Yeah, and, and you keep the right ones so you can skip through you, the commercials. Yeah, and you're you're hearing it, and you know when he or she's hearing it, and so you can see the delight on their face as they know, like this is a special day for me. The, yeah, because we're we're playing their favorite song. That's right. Uh, so you do have to send us these things, like oh, my dog loves anything by Billy Joel. Fine. Yeah. We'll play it. Um, also. And then, and then we're just like, Sparky, good boy. Sparky <laughs> is a good boy. Sparky, Sparky, Sparky. He's such a good dog. Sparky doesn't get spanked because Sparky's such a good boy. Sparky's always so good. Sparky gets a pork chop. Sparky is my favorite. I don't love Dylan anymore. That's a real dog that lived in my house. Sparky's a fake dog. I love you more, Dylan. <laughs> Fuck. How do people sing songs that are lies? <laughs> You're like Peter denying All right. Christ. All right. So, so this is good that we're working through some of the pitfalls that we could experience in recording. Your dog is the star. I can't. I can't pretend like I like these dogs I don't know as much as dogs that I do know because it it kicks mm. me over like a bullshit meter and I'm just like, oh no, I gotta keep it real all of a yeah, sudden. Yeah, you you and Sparky were like uh, Brad and Angelina on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith just then. You were ready to throw it all away. Yeah, I was expecting it to be more... There was so much chemistry on the set. <laughs> I got one here. I just right away. This is called rebut time. Rebut time. R e b u t t i m e. Rebut time. Okay. So it's time for a rebut, or are we going to put a? It's time to put a butt on something that once had a butt and then didn't have a butt, and now it once again will have a butt. It, yeah, it, I mean, it could be tra- it could be traveling through time, kind of a Back to the Future, but uh, to save butts or to add butts. Yeah. Just, just uh, you know, Paul Revere, the British are coming, the British are coming, but he's got assless chaps and just a. <laughs> Big thick ass, and it could also just be like any any time something is too short lived. Like he's riding the horse and he's shouting two arms, two arms." <laughs> and he just huge naked ass just twerking as he's riding. <laughs> it's like a Ren and Stimpy butt. They they just like cram five different muscles that don't exist in there so yeah. they can pop and he's corkscrew just, around. And... Instead of ringing a bell, he's just clapping his cheeks really loud. <laughs> um, I've got a Where's Waldo umbrella. Now, this is exciting. However, it's very frustrating because it's not a giant tableau with... 500 people on it and one of them is Waldo. It's just one f- giant fucking Waldo. 
The only thing that he does is hide in a picture of 500 people. So why put just him on an umbrella? Now, this I would say, before you write this off... I want to get rid of this free. Think about this. Think, think about this scenario. You are on the run. You're in a crowded uh, market in Tel Aviv. There are drones above searching you out. You open the umbrella. Barack Obama is there on the closed circuit television. He's looking. He's looking. Where are? You? Where is he? Where is he? I'm here to take his guns away. Oh wait, is that? No, that's just Waldo. Too obvious. We we found Waldo, but we still didn't find the Jackal. That's your code name. That's what they're calling you. I'm just going to read rapid fire. Um, and tell me which one of these jumps out the most. We have Criminal Minds colon Murder Woman. Ooh. Then we have <clears throat> Touche Wal- Wild Waltondi. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Goose Center. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait. This is a. That's the first half. The Goose Center, Texas Law. Then <laughs> we have Nash Behaven, the Apes of Woman, and Alfred Bigamol Mind. That one, I think Bigamol, uh, I believe, is where you have more than one wife, right? Yes. This is Alfred Bigamol Mind. But I gotta say, out of all those, I think the Goose Hunter Texas Law. I, that's that's the one I, and, and it might be because of the Untitled Goose Game video game that yeah. came out. But just like put a, a cowboy hat and a tin star on a goose and let them start <laughs> Texas sorting law. them out Texas style. <laughs> I was kind of imagining this as being. Like a homicide to Walker, Texas Rangers, uh, NYPD Blue, or whatever. It's like they're kind of, or Law and Order, right? Where they, they exist in the same city, in the same universe. But uh, you, you'd you prefer to see... Goose uh, Center. Goose Center, there, there's going to be it? a lot more like a slice of life scenes. Like a lot of, like uh, a goose nursing a cup of coffee as he just like looks at the mountain of paperwork he has yeah, to deal with. Yeah, it's kind of the, it's the less glamorous side of... Uh, of uh, oh, there's a heat wave in town and, and I, I'm not getting down to the pond anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what his work is important too. He's kind of a, just a goose who's chicken booing his way through the legal system <laughs> in Texas. It ain't easy, but no one ever said it would be. But you to get be like a, a goose in law enforcement. We we in have Texas. like a required number of crossover episodes every season between Goose Center and Walker. So Walker shows up in episodes of Goose Center and Goose Center. Can shows can up. it be a crossover of one of my favorite uh, shows on here, which is uh, Walker Texas Rangel? <laughs> Texas Rangel. Like I I I think that if Walker were. Uh, Wait, here is in, that in really what I thought there was more to it than just Texas Rangel. I think you actually have the page that it's... Oh, wait, no, it's CSI Murder, Texas Rangel. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's why I couldn't find it. CSI colon murder colon Texas Rangel. Texas Rangel. 
I feel like there was another one that had a colon that also went into another colon. C.S.I. Mines. Suspect Beast. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's a crossover with the Goose Center. (laughs) They... They know that Goose Enter is just a goose that someone put a 10-gallon hat on. (laughs) And they're trying to catch him. I love this idea because we've had, you know, animated DreamWorks or whatever uh, shows that will show you how animals are just like humans and do stuff. But I want this to be a real goose. I want it to be like Milo and Otis. But it's also an action crime drama. We're back back to practical effects. People can tell. People can tell when you have a CGI goose. We don't want CGI colon suspect beast. <laughs> Texas Rangel. <laughs> Texas Rangel. And he's, it's like a highway from, it's a highway to heaven or uh, touched by an angel thing too where it's uh, he this guy he worked in the crime scene investigation he died, and he came back as an angel, and he's he's uh, he now he's helping other CSI people, but he wants them to find his killer, which is Goose Center. Oh, Texas law. That's his big secret. It's not that he's a goose. Oh, so he's he not also, he's not helping the goose geese solve the crimes. He's he's living a lot. He is a goose. Yeah. So then. Yeah, so then your your uh, Texas Rangel. Oh, I got you. I got you. Got suspect you. Beast. He he wants he's working to try and catch the Goose Center. The Goose Center is trying. He's living this life of a lie, like the Pretender. You know, he he's a goose. He's working in the legal system in Texas. Who killed him? It was the one winged goose. <laughs> And I had this brief morning dream. And it is... (laughs) I was brushing melted garlic butter over a human butt in a roast pan. (laughs) (laughs) And I said to myself... In the dream, as I'm brushing melted garlic just over a bare ass that's coming up out of a pan, just I'm like getting it, you know, kind of basting it all over the ass. I got the little uh, silicone rubber brush, you know, like a barbecue. I say, I say out loud to myself in the dream as I'm looking at this garlic buttered ass. I say. <laughs> You've never heard You've never heard the famous words of Dame Judy Dench. That's a suitable babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so, human butt basted uh it's going in the oven in accor- in accordance with the words of of it was, you've never heard the famous words of Dame Judy Dench. That's a suitable babysitter. <laughs> <laughs>
we just since we're since we're so lousy with business ideas why why don't we just uh you know get out that fine tooth comb and start picking those nits out of our hair as long as they don't shit in my pepper I'm fine with it all right well that's a gnat aren't nits gnats no nits are the eggs of lice oh is that what monkeys eat out of each other's hair? Yeah. Is it like caviar for monkeys? <laughs> That's what we should start. Caviar <laughs> for monkeys? Is that the name of the podcast? <laughs> no, I was gonna say we should we should use that as an euphemism for having lice. You're like, um, uh, yeah, no, I can't go to the batting cages. I got uh. <clears throat> Monkey caviar. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> if I if I have lice, the first place I go is the batting cages. <laughs> no one will stop me. This is terrifying. The only problem yeah. is the only problem is I need an extra large helmet, and they never have one. So you gotta just like wedge it on top. There's like an inch in between. And I'm like, they aren't even pitching real balls at me. These are rubber things. <laughs> You're just wearing like a child size batting helmet. Yeah. And they're like, sir, sir, what are you doing? And you're like, I'm giving everyone lice. Alright, what what else? Alright, uh Well, I the last one I had was about an island, but so's this one. But I think islands are great places to to, to set your shows. Uh this one is uh, probably also a sequel to another show, but uh, leave Hogan's Island. <laughs> so there's probably going to have to be a Hogan's Island first. Yeah. But uh, to me, this is just, uh, it's kind of similar to... Uh, hey, cy- brother. Cy- cy- cyber illegal. Get off island. my island. Yeah. But instead of uh, coming right out there and just uh, beating the snot out of uh, whoever's uh, getting up on his island, I like the idea of of Mr. Hogan uh, using the Kevin McAllister booby trap method. On his See, this is, this, is immediately, uh, this is immediately sparking something here. Uh, I think we're, we're really vibing now. Uh, what about a remake? <clears throat> I'm sorry. Let me... Uh... Star. What about a reimagining of the cult classic program, The Prisoner? But on this one, <laughs> it's Hogan's Island. <laughs> you wake up and you're on a mysterious island and you hear, hey, brother. <laughs> and then you turn to face uh, where, where that was coming from. And what comes out of your mouth is, hey, brother. <laughs> Because everybody on this island is is a is a looks in the mirror. It's it's like quantum leap, but he has the mustache and the do rag. It's just all of Hulk oh, Hogan's brother, clones Hogan. there to, for for organ harvesting. Should he need them? It's, yeah, it's the island. <laughs> all right, so here's a, here's another tweet that I uh, tweeted out. Uh, this one was just four hours ago. And I tweeted to the uh, mayor of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Bill Peduto, 
which uh, if you haven't seen a picture of him, do yourself a favor, look it up. Although I did not address his beard at all, I simply wrote, will you please help our podcast get the word out about a good cause? We're raising funds to give Flat Stanley a big pair of fake titties. (laughs) (laughs) Flat no longer. (laughs) Buxom Stanley. (laughs) It's going to cost a little more to mail this guy around. So I forgot to make coffee in the morning, and then when I got to work, I was like, oh, man, I'm so sleepy. And so I was like, oh, I'm just going to, like, I'm just going to run down the street, and I'm going to just buy a coffee. But then when I got there, I realized I'd forgotten my wallet. And, uh, you know, I've been thinking about getting one of those, like, minimalist wallets, because I always have, like, all this crap in my wallet. Just get instant coffee. And then, yeah, anyway, so... Um, Just get instant coffee, and uh, then all, all you need is, like, a microwave or something. It tastes awful, but you can put it in anything. And you figured out what my what my what the point of my story was. You, it's that I got instant coffee. That's right. And, and I put it in beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's... It's like the Civil War of drinks. There's bro- brother fighting brother. I love them both so much. <laughs> but they're at the, at each other's throats, and I'm gonna drink it down now. Ooh, it's like it's like four loco for those like monks that beat themselves. <laughs> just like, yeah, I just. I just put a big spoonful of Sanka in my <laughs> LaCroix in the morning. <laughs> just a, just a, a lime LaCroix with, with a big, big heaping tablespoon of Folgers crystals. Now I've got one here. What do you got? It's called Window. Window. The drunkie. It's window colon the drunkie. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it sounds compelling. Well, I, I as a, a watcher of my neighbors from my window, I'm wondering who the drunkie is because I'm drunk. But if somebody's doing something outside that's stupid... Uh, it cancels out whatever I'm doing. Yeah. You know, like, he's... I'm drunker than he is, but at least I stayed inside. Maybe, maybe, um... This is like... Maybe Window is like a nickname. And he's like a drunk guy who shows up at your window and just peers in. Oh. You're like, oh, there's Window, the drunkie. Or maybe he's maybe like a blanket. You remember blanket? Michael Jackson's yeah. child. So what if he had another kid that was like in the window looking out at the same time, and they're like, "There's blanket, and there's window," and you know, 
no one blames them with the childhood they had, but now Window is the drunkie. Yeah. Do you think he drinks his liquor out of a Windex bottle? Yeah. Sprays some of it in his mouth. He's all Window themed. <laughs> Square glasses. Window, window. It's a British children's show. <laughs> window, the drunky. Here he comes. Here he is, looking in the window. Please, sir, can have some whiskey, please. Now, window doesn't talk because it's like all European cartoons. They want to be able oh. to just like they have like a narrator. Window was having a very exciting day. It's like Pingu. <laughs> Window was going to look through the through the window of the mayor's house today, but the mayor had closed the blinds. The window had to get a ladder. And what did Window see when he looked in? Why, it was Mrs. Higginbotham. The mayor's assistant. She was putting a cake out for the mayor. I didn't know it was the mayor's birthday, said Window. <laughs> so that's Window the Drunkie. It would just be a children's a children's show podcast about a drunk man who is a peeping Tom around town. <laughs> I hate to I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it seems like there is a uh, theme to these reviews for the Dracula teeth. Brittany Varone writes one star, only sent one pair. What? <laughs> Order this twelve all caps pack of vampire teeth because that's what. <laughs> That's what my daughter wanted for Christmas. <laughs> received one <laughs> received one set of oh my teeth. God. Can't reorder in time for Christmas. <laughs> Disappointed. Uh. Fuck. Okay, wait, there's so much to unpack with this review. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, first of all, you just got one set of Dracula teeth instead of a dozen. That is, I mean, honestly, if you're paying $4, I mean, the fair, the going rate would be a dozen Dracula teeth for $4. $4 for one set of plastic Dracula teeth, not a good deal. Also, though, the thing, I mean, like, obviously, the fact that this is what... uh can't reorder in time for Christmas. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine how ragged those teeth are going to be by next Christmas? I mean, the child clearly Christmas. thought ahead and said, like, I can make one of these. Like, if I really stretch it, I can make them last a month. <laughs> and so there's this plan. The the, the child has budgeted uh, uh, his or her Dracula teeth for a full year. Oh, I guess okay. what I've described is a horoscope or or some kind of a psychic. But but not specific to one person. Like this is just like whole scale. Yeah, I guess it'd be more like Nostradamus. If Nostradamus was around today, he would have changed his name to something that sounds uh, you know, more American, like Norbit. 
<laughs> and then he just have a podcast called Someday in the Universe. <laughs> it's just like, hey everybody, this is Norbert. <laughs> Uh, so there's gonna be this cool cat named Jesus Christ. Well, what about you, Andrew? How do oh, you? Oh, I was gonna go nuts and bolts. Uh, one, uh, unzip, take off pants. Two, realize, take off shoes so pants can come off. Three, take off underwear. Four, possibly remember to lock door. Five, sit down, spread butt cheeks, think about whether I wiped. Seventeen, look wildly around the room and see if anything turns me on. Eighteen, pop tape into VCR. It is Ease Wild On from 1999. Always does the trick. Brooke Burke smiles at me. What was I doing? <laughs> Refresh. Start. Start. Start anew. Uh, go and take a shower. Um, maybe go and do some volunteer work. You know, I saw the trailer for that, uh, Call of the Wild movie. Have you seen that? Um, they're they're making a new call. No, it's, it's got Harrison Ford is the star and he's like, this is the dog from Call of the Wild. Uh, And then the dog has a CGI face. that's like. (laughs) <laughs> like makes like does like comic takes at the camera and then it's Harrison Ford like truly he answered the call of the wild ah oh you crazy dog and then it's like all these characters are like this is a very special dog and Harrison Ford's like he saved my life but maybe I saved his but he maybe he saved mine Anyway, I'm the character from Call of the Wild. I'm the dog from the Call of the (laughs) Wild. He's a man. He's a man who just talks. He just had to put a man in the story to look at the dog and be like, this dog is really answering the Call of the Wild. He can't be tamed. It's really frustrating that Cats wasn't a bigger hit because that could have really, really revolutionized the way we make these animal movies. Yeah. You imagine if... Call of the Wild was... Uh, they did just it, like Zoobly Zoo makeup. Yeah, yeah. And Harrison Ford really is Buck. He's and, just, you know... Hello, my name's Buck. He just has like <laughs> Halloween makeup. Little puppy nose and then whiskers drawn on. Ah, the I, way that book starts makes you think that it's going to be a different kind of book. Because I think the opening line is, Buck didn't read the newspapers... <laughs> and and like I, it immediately makes me start thinking like, oh, it's gonna be like Paddington Bear, like he's yeah. you know, it, it, but then it's, it turns, it's gonna be a gentle take on what humans do from an animal's point of view, and like Buck didn't read the newspapers; they're all run by the Jews, he said. <laughs> <laughs> 
It says the hugging and a kissing, dancing and a loving. We're in next to nothing because it's hot as an oven. So uh, right away, right <laughs> away, Pinocchio noise on that. Yeah. God, I can't ever make it stop. I mean, honestly, hot as an oven. Really? That I mean, what's the what's the coldest oven? Um, coldest. <laughs> I'm just I'm looking it up. Oven temperatures. Uh, Two hundred degrees Fahrenheit is a cool oven. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's too hot. Too hot. Too hot for the funky little shack. <laughs> Stay away, fools. Stay away, everyone. This funky little shack is 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Do you think it's the kind of thing like where they, they you, you start boiling the lobsters in room temperature water? And they... Yeah, it's well... like like uh... it... <laughs> <laughs> Putting you in a place where where you're like, I'm going to dance and fuck myself to death tonight. It says that the whole shack shakes and everybody's moving around and around and around, which I, I'm i assuming is just... Uh, it's like the crabs seizures. in the pot that are God, boiling those motherfuckers. Oh, no. Oh, my God. He's just trying... Is, is he... Is this... Is this where they... Did they ever come back? Is this, you, you said like this is a big orgy he's talking about. Is this an orgy slash mass murder? <laughs> They're in a death cult. There's people lining up just to get inside. We built the world's largest kiln. <laughs> Everybody march into the furnace. <laughs> um. Now here, there's a there's a kind of a I guess you'd call it a bridge here, where they keep saying uh, "bang bang bang" on the door, baby. Uh, yeah. Knock a little louder, baby. Bang 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 on the door. Now, when I said it before, <laughs> I I kind of went into uh, the angels with filthy souls voice. <laughs> Knock a little louder, baby. <laughs> I heard. I could smell you getting off the elevator <laughs> in this funky little shack. <laughs> I can't hear you. That's what he says. No, I can't hear you. That's that's clearly false. <laughs> he's talking to the person banging on the door. And he's like, knock a little louder. I just want to keep doing that voice now. Yeah. Yeah, he just, he just wants a little recognition. I mean, he built this... Uh, Funky death oven. <laughs> and he wants to really know that you, you want to be inside of it. If you see a faded sign by the side of the road that says 15 miles to the love shack. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I got me a car and it's as big as a whale. And we're headed down, down to the love shack, baby. <laughs> Sign says, stay away, fools, because love rules at the love shack.